This is the Inconsistent Podcast. I'm here with my special guest, Nav Green. Dang, I'm special, bro. Yeah, man, you special. Man, I feel I feel special to hear that coming from you, bro. I no. thought it was just a homeboy podcast. I mean, you'd have, you'd have been in so many music videos. Yeah. You did a movie with Eddie Murphy. You on two <laughs> tours right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you doing big stuff. It don't seem like it sometimes. Cause we, you know, we running like when we don't, like yeah. If you, if you stop, then it's like the momentum stops. Yeah, no. Levar Walker always says like entertainment is like Tarzan. Like you reaching from one vine while you swinging on one vine, you trying to catch mm. the next vine. You That's know, the perfect analogy. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what's going on. Shout out to Levar. Yeah. You but, out here, man. You, you doing your thing. You're hey, man. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. But uh, I, I I always wanted to be in music videos. Like seeing you do that is dope to me. Cause I would be up under Shawty trying to get to like every. When I started, I thought that's how I was gonna pop. I thought the lineage <laughs> was gonna be Lil Duval, Shawty, and yeah, then me. Okay. And I'm nothing like them. I'm nothing like them. But, but you just that was your. That, you that's to be in that what way? I really thought my lane was gonna be. I was like, they need a nerd. These videos need a nerd. Needed something different. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Carlos ended up calling me a video vixen. <laughs> look, I had did. Two chain video then I turned around, I was in Moneybag video, and mm-hmm. then it was the City Girls and Little Baby. I had a little cameo in that video. That was fine. He was like, dog, you out here being a video vixen. I see you know how he get those compliments dapping you up. I'm like, not dapping you up, you calling me a video vixen. You gonna be on King magazine yeah, next. So like, bro. But no. <laughs> the music videos, I think the era we saw when it was coming up. It used to hit different. It was special. Yeah, so you I used- I messed with Shawty because I seen him in the clips video first. Mm. Then I started to notice him on on Comic View and stuff. Yeah, video. what my name is, Shawty. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I, man. Uh, but there's a whole lineage, you know. Like right. like Mark Curry is in a two short video, and Tommy Davidson and Martin Lawrence are in. A, Kid and play videos, Man. and you know Ronnie Jordan, Henry Welsh, and and Killer Mike videos. Like it's all, I mean, Nard, you Nard, know. Nard, yeah, Nard used to be in a lot yeah, of videos. Yeah, yeah. Well. So I mean, shout out to Nard. Um, but yeah, it's a, a ton, a ton. Was that was that? I know that you named Mark Curry and you know Martin Lawrence, but. Was that like the Atlanta wave for comedians though? Like for a it while? was an Atlanta wave. I mean, like okay, Mark Curry's from Oakland, yeah. So he was in a two short video like before Mr. Cooper, before yeah, no, like that, like yeah. you know, um, Martin Lawrence, Tommy Davidson. They was in a house party video, but Martin was in house party, right? But Tommy Davidson wasn't. He was he just wasn't. funny. Yeah, they just put him in a video, you know. Cause it's like that was that was they the way in Atlanta like cultural rapping comedy was so close to, mm-hmm, together. I mm-hmm. think. And I me loving hip hop so much, I just like yeah, I you, wanted to people be don't in know a how video. Much you love music. I'm like a, a music nerd, a bit of a music snob, but like yeah. Dog, what's that? What's that instrument you used to play? I used to play the kazoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would go on stage playing the kazoo. You know, the DJ that would shut off, and then I'd be like, don't worry, I have my own music. Like, that sounds cool, but listen no. to this. 
And a kazoo in a microphone sounds crazy. Man. It takes confidence, too. Bro. <laughs> because, like, if you weather, you, they can hear it in the notes. And like, you, you got to just play bro, it. you were doing that in front of some real, like, real, uh, some real <laughs> crowd. Like, it was, yeah. man, 90% of the people that you was doing that in front of didn't know what a kazoo was. Didn't, never Can't heard of it. Thought I made it up. Yeah. Thought I was talking about a Flintstones character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Nav, this podcast has one rule. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with the podcast, but I, I, wa- I watched clips, I haven't not seen a whole episode. Okay. I watched clips. I seen, um, you had Mandel, Mandel on one, Mandel, on. yeah. Shout out to Mandel. I seen the, uh, recently, uh, Fosky, yeah, I seen Will the one Fosky, Fosky mm-hmm, when he was, mm-hmm. uh, y'all was talking about the in and out, yeah, yeah. So, um, but uh, the rule is no googling, no looking anything up. Oh, it's yeah. just our ideas. If we get something wrong, we just get it wrong. Oh, yeah. Or we can just make That's it perfect. up, have fun. You know me. That's yeah. right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> I time stamp it and all. Like, <laughs> I have some quotes with it. Yeah, yeah. So that that's really the only rule here. I just don't like watching podcasts and people, they don't know something. They try to hurry up. Yeah, and be like. Make a take real look, quick. Uh, no. Yeah, no. Nah. We ain't doing We that. just come in here with what we got. <laughs> Um, Nav, where are you from originally? Originally, I grew up on, um, grew up in College Park. Okay. I grew up in College Park. So I was about in the ninth grade. My my family, they moved to Gresham Road. Okay. But I was still going to North Clayton High. Did you ever play for Gresham Park? Did you play Pop Warner football? Yeah, but I was on the south side. Okay. So by the time I grew up on, I meant moved to the east side, I was in high school. Okay. So all that was over. Where'd you play? At North Clayton Park. North Clayton Park. Okay, yep. I played at Sandtown. Oh, yeah, so you know yeah, what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did y'all play by the age or by the pounds? By the pounds. Okay. So I, <laughs> I maxed out early. Yeah, yeah. I, I was nine years old. Because it go up to 140. <laughs> yeah, I was nine years old playing with 13 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. Playing by, the difference between playing by the pound and playing by age, if you play by age, it's a free-for-all. You could just, like, everyone's the same age. Right. But you could play against kids who are way bigger than you. And so us sheltered kids, we played by the pound so that everyone's about the same size when they played. So I would always play. I would play younger, heavier a little bit, but not, like, I wouldn't jump up so much I was playing with kids that were, like, too different much older, ages, yeah. but then when I got to middle school and played middle school ball, it was like, oh, this is crazy! Like mm-hmm. this is like jumping into the pros. Yeah. Like there's some kids with grown man bodies. Big and jump. So I went from like basically, if you're gonna play by the pound, you should play a skill position because you you're gonna like you're gonna have the least risk of injury. You'll be able to learn a skill position. But see, I was playing by the pound playing. Offensive line, defensive line. You know thinking, where I was at. Thinking I'm a lineman. And then I get to middle school and it's like, no, you're not supposed to be here. Yeah. <laughs> go, go with the tight ends, the defensive end, somebody. No, you're but I have no skills. No skills. I have no, I don't know. You never stance. caught the basketball. No. I meant the football. No, no, no catching drills, none of that. And then I get to high school, I'm like, the only people my size are DBs. I guess I'm a DB. I was the slowest DB Slow. in the history Slow. of junior varsity but <laughs> football. 
Dog, so I um I'm playing football in middle school. I was at North Claim Middle School. Okay. I'm good. I'm good in uh in middle school. Mm-hmm. I'm coming off the ball quick, uh, cause I was playing nose guard. Okay. So they'll put me right there cause like speed, like speed type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I so cool. We going from eighth grade to that ninth grade summer. And you know, that's when you start working out with the high school. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. know, all the high school is not there yet. So I'm still looking good during, during this time. Yeah. Man, the real high school will start coming and now we going against, you know, varsity at practice. You leaving the perimeter. Yeah, and that's when uh, I realized, yeah, I'm going to get killed out here. Yeah. Dog, it was real grown men, 11th, 12th grade, 300 pounds. Oh, yeah. And I'm short, dog. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, w- Maze, we were great in the city. Right. And, like, we were really great when we played Washington. Uh-huh. You know, it was it was tough when we played Westlake, Doug. But we would make the playoffs in the city. Once we started playing them, them schools Georgia, down south, yeah, them schools down south or them schools up north. Like, yo, that, that guy's a got a beard. <laughs> Dog. That's this a grown man. You, if you're familiar, North Clayton wasn't a, a great football school. Okay. It wasn't a great football school. Dog, I was getting destroyed at practice. And they can't beat nobody. That's funny. I said, I know I don't stand a chance when we play the teams we're supposed <laughs> to play. But Morgan Burnett, I, was, uh, I went to school with him, Morgan Burnett. Now, he was a dog. Okay. okay. So, you know, that's what, if I have a son, I would model my son around Morgan. You would let your son play football? Yeah. Okay. You're not worried about. I don't want him to be, don't be like me. I wasn't good. I will show him all Morgan Burnett tapes. Okay. So you I, – I have this struggle because I feel like I would love for my son to play football. I feel like I, I learned a lot socially. Oh, yeah. You know, you is friends, this a good time? Teachers, teachers you know, stuff. like, yeah. So you want to quit? Discipline, you know. Did you uh, quit? I, I went – basically what happened was high school football is kind of an all-year thing. Like, our school was oh, yeah. good. We went undefeated one year. We went to the playoffs. So, the training was, like, all year. And right. I didn't want to spend all year on something that I was struggling at. Rob, and you're so I was, smart, dog. You don't – it would have killed you to say you quit. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm just giving the whole story. I'm just telling you the whole thing. So, you know, um, basically – I, I was way better in debate. I was the captain of the debate team. <laughs> and so I, I talked to the coach. I was like, hey, you know, if I train all year round, it's going to take time away from debate. And the coach was like, I, I was going to talk to you about being an equipment manager. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, you know what? This is a, this is a perfect time to part ways because clearly there's a divide. Like, so you, talk, you was going to go give your two weeks. Hey. You was I was the heart and soul of the team. That's the thing. They really missed me. The team wasn't the same, the same after, after, after I left. Stepped down. Yeah, yeah. After, after stepped I stepped, down. I stepped down. After stepped I resigned, down. you know, yeah. The the team really suffered. I mean, they still had successful seasons, but it wasn't that same magic like when I was there. Right. I'm big. Um, That's funny, man. <laughs> About that, yeah. I was gonna come holler at you anyway. <laughs> We need that number. <laughs> Did you have a good number? I had a I had a decent number 
I feel like I was like 57. Okay. Yeah, that is. Which that's is a good like line, yeah. a yeah, linebacker might a want good that. linebacker I had 50, number. I had 51. Okay, 51. Was my number. Um, so Nav, when I met you, you were you came back from living in Los Angeles right, yeah. to Atlanta. Uh-huh. So where did you start doing stand-up? You started in Atlanta or you started? I never got to do stand-up okay. in L.A. <laughs> I, I thought How was, long were you out here? I was out here like, uh, I think it was like a year or two years after uh, high school. It might have been a year because I, I went to Alabama State. Okay. And like, Dog, my past, like, I was like, dog, I, whatever I'm going to school for, I don't even know. Okay. I'm taking up classes, like, like, dog, I was like, I want to do comedy. So I used to stand outside of, like, the dorms and stuff, like, when everybody walking to the calf, and I would just put on the show. Mm-hmm. And, bro, this girl, she was a junior, she came up to me, she was like, I don't know what you, like, what you're here to do, but she was like, Entertainment is your calling. Mmm. Dog. So when I go. Shout out to that girl. Yeah, but imagine telling your mom that. Oh, yeah. yeah. What damn girl? <laughs> 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 so, so I come back home. I was like, I'm going to say, once somebody move out there to Kelly. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I was a big fan of Chris Tucker, like, his. His whole uh, journey, yeah, leaving Atlanta, going to LA, and blowing up. Mm-hmm. This all we, mm-hmm. you know, you would know of. When you're a young comic, the Chris Tucker path sounds like Man, sounds the ideal path. You think that's how it's <laughs> supposed to go? Yeah. Oh yeah, I know real funny. They're gonna love me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then in LA, you might not ever hit a stage because it's so like. So you came out here first. Yeah, I had came. I came out here first. Wow! I linked up with Brandon Lewis. Brandon Lewis knew knew me from. I met Mama Brandon show. Lewis. Uh, he was he came back in town visiting uh-huh. when I first was like getting started, and like we did uptown, um, and then we did like backstage that same week. Uh-huh. Uh, Bruce Bruce spot on Old National okay. and Gabby Road. Mm-hmm. Right, and so, <laughs> mm-hmm. actually, actually, it was straight. Okay. Actually, it was straight. Uh, yeah, no, Brandon did his thing. I was like, yo, he going places because young people they did not want to hear from anybody under four young talking about young stuff. Yeah. They had a group in the corner called the Freaks for Life, and they were uh, dancers. Uh-huh. Like they had a. Um, you know, and they were trying to end the show earlier so that they could start the <laughs> dance night. You know, so if you weren't good, if they you ran, weren't good, they oh were trying yeah. to get you out of there because you were taking up our time. We got to work in the morning. So what kind? Of, they was like tick like. I think they were like steppers. Oh. I don't know what I I I don't I never stayed because yeah. I always felt like they were my enemy. Like yeah. I always felt like. Like it was, it was competition. Yeah, yeah. So you don't you don't enjoy our side. No, because they're they're trying to get us, you know, yeah. off the stage, especially and like the night was tough when Already. Bruce Bruce was there, but then when Bruce Bruce wasn't there, it was even tougher because people just came to see Bruce Bruce. Uh-huh. Now they very disappointed. Now they're very disappointed. And, and the, the freaks for life are on the side, <laughs> ready to get you up in there. <laughs> Craziness. Man. 
And then down the street the next night, Los had uh, throwbacks. So, yeah. And that was like a totally different crowd. Still tough. Yeah. But, but young, you know. And you would just see Los just doing gymnastics. Just having a blast while everyone else is stressed out. And he like making it look effortless. Making it look effortlessly. Doing the whole show as a character. Like doing, you know, like somebody bombed. They play Sent from Heaven by Keisha Cole. He did a eulogy. Like it was amazing. Like amazing. Made it up on the spot. Like, yeah. When he was in his prime. Crazy like, yeah. stuff. Crazy stuff. Yeah. I think because like when I first start, when I first met you or whatnot, you would hit any rooms and you would tell anybody about any room. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like the different rooms. Like you would hit three or four rooms. I'm, I don't know if you still do it. You had a Rolodex in your phone when you hit the stage, and you would write yourself. I used to, I used to do that. Yeah, I used you to write, write down the you date, would write the the venue, and then like, yeah. You were showing you <laughs> when you did good, and you were showing you both. I forgot yeah, the emotional. Be like a check mark, or like a little, like the little circle bomb. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, sometimes it'd be some explosions yeah. by it, dynamite. I yeah. one day that was a tough day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Man, yeah, it was nah, wild. It was just the grind, like seeing seeing that. And then plus, I'm so happy how it happened though. Like, I think Atlanta like made me tough and then it gave me a voice. Yeah. Because I think uh I think you gotta be true to who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think in Atlanta I, I was able to become true to who I was, like and be myself. Yeah. I, I I was like ready to come out here and blow up. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's the wrong mentality. That's the, but, definitely the wrong mentality. And you know, I mean it, it's great how it worked out for you cuz you you realize, "Hey, I'm not ready for LA." And instead of exposing myself or being thirsty or or you know, putting my out, now, myself out there and doing something I didn't I'm not going to say it came like that, Rob. It was <laughs> it was the financial Sure. I was like, woo. But that's where some of the desperation goes to. Yeah. That's where some of the the stealing or some of the, yeah. you know, putting on a dress or, you know, yeah. doing different, doing the different pitfalls that mm. we see. Some of that comes from that. And you decided, I'm going to just figure this out at the crib. Right. And I, I don't know. Something about you I always knew, like, oh, Nav's going to be straight. Nav's going to be a star. Like, Nav's going to be, You had told you know, me something similar to that. Uh, it was you and Fat Man Diesel one day after uh, we was at Cloud Nine. Yeah. The spot Tyler used to host me. Y'all was talking because at first, I, when I first started, it was like, I knew, you know what I'm saying? You know how funny you are, but it's like when it come off natural, like, I'm myself. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not trying to make them laugh. Mm-hmm. They're going to laugh mm-hmm. type stuff. So when you stop second-guessing yourself, like it don't matter how you did you know like you knew what you could do, yeah. But I think Fat Man Deezy, I I used to watch him. I think he did comedy the most simplest way, and it was so like, oh like, man, dog. I mean, prolific. Dog. Like if they like, I don't if they were chopping up clips in that time, Fat Man would be a household name because every week he would close it out and he'd have a different, different set. He, from a different perspective. He might talk so, about all the comedians that went up that night. He might take yeah. something from what they said and 
He would be no. a hood dude some nights. Some nights he'd have on a suit. He'd have the Bible. He'd, he'd pre- be preaching. preaching. <laughs> Never knew. Yeah, no. I mean, he would bring out laughs from people that was not even of their time. Like, he'd bring right. a 70s laugh out of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it just would be nuts. Yeah, man. Shout out to Fat Man DZ, man. So I think that's I think that's what was different. And plus, you see both different aspects on both sides. Like mm-hmm. you know, being so you know the difference. And you, I guess I know it's nothing out here that could scare you like the rooms that. No, you know, no. Them and Atlanta rooms. Yeah. No, we some of the rooms we were not even supposed to be doing comedy in. No, no. I remember. There was a short-lived room on Dugan's on the east side, and was the, the one off Covington House? What was it around that? Uh, I only went one time, <laughs> and I know like it was divisive. I feel like I got off my set, I got off the stage, and I was like, I have to get out of here, just because it feels like it's gonna go down at any moment. At any moment, someone's gonna get tired of this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it's gonna be it no more rap. show. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you ever feel weary about doing sets close to the like where you physically live? Like I did one show in my neighborhood, like off MLK, and I was like, I'm not doing that just because I don't want to like be running errands or doing stuff and then you know what I'm saying like like this show affects my <laughs> yeah so Erica she had a room on uh, at Joe's on Gresham okay so I would go in and do that so a yeah. lot of people like you know from that I went to school with like mm-hmm, they regulars mm-hmm. in there too so yeah they would be in there but no nah, I never really tripped or something like that. they <clears throat> they be weird yeah bro don't go out there talking about me <laughs> Why am I talking about you, bro? That was like yeah. so long Man, ago. Don't talk about what I used to do in school. Man, yeah. shut up. Like, coming in don't work like that. Yeah. I'm not coming up here to talk about one person. Like, mm-hmm. they don't know you. Mm-hmm. Really. They don't know me yet. They don't know me yet. <laughs> Why would I introduce them to you? Nav, uh, what, what reruns do you watch? What do you re- watch any television? Yeah. With, like, if you, what's your go to? Bro. Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son? Sanford I can see that. Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son. I'm a Everybody Hates Chris rerun type of person. Okay. Okay. You know, of course, Martin, but lately I've been laying off Martin lately. I, it's okay. Been a year or two since I watched Martin like that. And uh, Bernie Mac. Because I think how Bernie Mac and Everybody Hates Chris, how they sitcoms were set up, mm-hmm. it wasn't the traditional way. Yeah, especially with Bernie Mac, like how he would break the fourth ball and whatnot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You said it right. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. you nailed that. <laughs> yeah, okay. And okay. people, a lot of people don't know Bernie Mac and the British Office around the same time. First mm. mockumentaries. They always give the credit to the Ricky Gervais and the British Office with Larry Wilmore and Bernie Mac. They they created the same concept. They had the fonts like the real world, mm-hmm. you know, pointing at stuff. But yeah. And so, and like how everybody hates Chris, like he would like, you know, narrate it. That mm-hmm. was kind of different. So I like those. I watch those type of reruns. Okay. I, I, lo- I love the King genius of, of uh, Sanford and Son. Man. Because so much happening in just 
such a Bro, small space. He used to say whatever he wanted to say. Whatever. whatever. And it's just like a, a patio, a living room, and a kitchen most episodes. They never, they never went many places. Yeah, when they went somewhere, it was special. Yeah. The Hawaii episode. The Hawaii, they went to court. Yeah, court in uh, St. Louis when he, his the, uncle died. There was one, like, little talent show or something. Yeah, but. Yeah. They didn't go, they didn't go many places. It was, Still right. entertaining. It was at that house. Just people coming over. Just just regular stuff and just entertaining. But that that's how it really is. Like, there are really places that you go and it's like, man, I've had so much fun. I didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. Did you have, like, an uncle or aunt house that you would go to and y'all don't do nothing the whole summer, but you felt like you had fun? Um, I, I got, like, some family that I, like, every Christmas, Easter, holidays, we go over there. And we don't have to do anything. Like, there might be a game on, but the game ain't why we over there. It's we just the hang, people. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And I think that took that took the fun out of us. So I think something like Sanford and Son, and then it reminds you of, like, family members as well. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. You know, growing up, you know, your, your grandparents stuff, watch that, those shows and stuff like that. So it's like, they're my shows. What's your shows? What are my shows? Uh, it depends on my mood. Um, sometimes I, I still think Seinfeld is is funny. I Bro, still I can't get into Seinfeld. Really? I cannot get into Seinfeld. Even as a comic, even I, just bro. seeing a comic, just you know, bro, I, I moving and, around and being rich and, and and I told some people that they were like, you got to try it now that you're older. Yo, you from Atlanta? Yeah. TBS. Yes. Seinfeld used to come on TBS. Yes. So every time it came on, mm-hmm. I would turn. Yo. I never like how it came on. He got season one. It's so much stuff you can relate to. So like I'm, he got he got one episode, and it's about basically he flew this girl out, or no, this girl hit him up like, "Hey, I'm coming to New York," uh-huh. but he don't really know like what he don't know her well enough to really know whether he's gonna smash or not. You know what I'm saying? Right. But then she actually got a dude that she's trying to link up with in New York while she's at his crib. Hilarity ensues. Yeah. Bro, Think about it. This is what's going on now. You, exactly. You exactly. Exactly. It, they, I mean, it's just like. So he probably cleaned up the spot and all getting it ready for Yes. Him. You're not yes. even in the running. And he's like, you know, you could sleep wherever, you know, do you want to sleep on the couch? You could sleep on my, you know, yeah. like he, being hospitable, but still, if if the opportunity yeah, lies, he's down, but he's not trying to cross the line. Yeah. Come on, man. It's just I, I think I think a lot of times we look at stuff like I watch old movies mm-hmm. and I'm like blown away by the fact that now that I'm older I can relate and you appreciate them right? and I can appreciate them <laughs> like Marilyn Monroe is a city girl. Mm. Marilyn, I watch this movie called uh, Gentlemen's Prefer Blondes, uh-huh. and it's basically Marilyn Monroe and her homegirl are scammers, and they on a boat. She trying to get this rich man to give her this like diamond tiara but she playing dumb the whole time so the whole Marilyn Monroe oh oh I don't even know how to what is this yeah, is this so a it's microphone like, <laughs> it's just an act because she trying to scam this whole time 
So it's definitely like it giving some act up. Vibes. Yeah. So like that song "Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend" and all that, like yeah. "Material Girl," all that stuff comes from this movie where Marilyn Monroe is a scammer. Like "Breakfast at Tiffany's," "Highly Go Lightly" mm. is a scammer. Every girl got her on a wall. They don't even realize what she, she stood for. She ain't studying for nothing <laughs> but getting this bread from these rich dudes. That's all she was trying to do. Like, this stuff's been going on since the beginning of time. If they was putting in movies in the 60s and the 50s, and those movies are based off books from the 50s and the 40s, just imagine. this. All it's, The City Girls ain't nothing new. Right. So that would be, like, equivalent if we just had a picture of G-Money in our house, like, yeah. yeah. From New Jack City. Mm -hmm. So it's like, mm -hmm. you see him with the money, but you didn't know what he stood for. You yeah. Didn't know what he, Would what use a yeah. child as a human shield. Yeah. yeah. Am I my brother's keeper? Yeah. <laughs> right. Dang. Marilyn Monroe was a scammer. In some of those movies, yes. In some of those movies, they had her being like, like actually clueless. But Bro. some of those movies, she was putting on. Pretending to be clueless to really get to that bread. I, I think it, it has to be it has to resonate to her real life though. Mm-hmm. You know you know you heard about like what she used to do in the White House and stuff. They used to sneak her in. I mean, I, I've heard. Do you I've believe heard. that? I I believe I believe some of it. I also believe that, you know, uh a lot of the stuff that we see with presidents and, and whatnot is is a little, a little uh, not what it's made out to be. Like, did you see that thing about Nancy Reagan? What they said Nancy Reagan was like the <laughs> like superhead of her time. Man, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that it was a little meme or something when it was something like that uh it was going around this happened what this was this year recently yeah, it came it, out in like someone's out, book yeah. that like yeah nancy reagan w was known for amazing blowjobs bro amazing head you gotta think like sometimes we just gotta let history dissolve yeah bro because she got great grandkids yeah not nana but i don't know i i think some of it is the like who is that history for, though? Who, Some of it is look, who, look, look at the the way the Republican Party and the way that like like the the people who are this is the party of Reagan. They stood for American values. Wake up in America. Some yeah. of those people love. There are people out there that love the fact that hey, Reagan's wife was a freak. You know what I'm saying? Nancy Reagan was out here getting it, and he was a Hollywood actor. Yeah. So, like, who else is he supposed to? Who else is he supposed to be with? Yeah. Why, why, I, hey, I don't want no type of female. Like, I don't want no church girl. Yeah. Yeah. I want Nancy. A uh, uh, a Renaissance album church girl, yeah. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, so it's like, it's the thing that like history, cause like, you got to think with us, we see Nancy Reagan as an older white lady. Yes, we see her as I never different seen a, strokes. Yeah, I never seen a young Nancy. picture of Nancy Wright. Mm -hmm. So me seeing a headline saying she used to give good head, like, no, nah, not Nancy. I, who would want that? But then you see her younger picture, like, I would have got some top from Nancy. Man, the, this the wild part respect. is 
Reagan's family grew up as Democrats during the Depression. Mm -hmm. He didn't become a Republican until he met Nancy Reagan, which means that top was so amazing, he switched his whole political ideology. You know what kind of head they got to be? <laughs> For you to be like, you know what? They going to name the party <laughs> after me. I'm a Republican. <laughs> his whole family disowned him. <laughs> Oh man, uh, Nav, do you believe in aliens? No, no, I don't think I have time to think about. You don't have time to think about aliens? <laughs> no, like okay, it's it's so much that I could put thought into for me to be like, are aliens real or not? I'm starting out to believe in outer space. You don't believe in outer space? Not no more, dog. So what? Like, what do you think? Where do you think they went? I don't know. I think, I think after a while, like they probably explode. I mean, people have been in space and came back. Yeah, but look, look at the times. Like, why, why, with all the equipment and technology that we have now, mm -hmm. why can't we get better? We was getting better pictures of the moon and Mars in the eighties. You think so? Man, we was they were stepping on it. <laughs> like I feel like now with these 4D cameras and 4K, all this type of we stopped going. Why? Because we like there was no more science left to do. Says who? Says NASA. So, but for a person like you, mm -hmm. who just asked me, do I believe in aliens? This will set the stone. What? If somebody go up there and, and really see what's going on. I mean, I would love that. I would love for one of our rivals to go up there and see if there's a flag and find this flag that we planted on the moon. I would love for that, you know, just but at the same time, I don't know. My parents grew up in the 60s. They they no. have me believing in, in the in the whole thing. We went to the moon. We pounded Put the flag down, one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. I don't even, what would make a person want to even be an astronaut to begin with? I think, I think you got to have a hardcore love for science so much that you would like. Give up. You would wear you a diaper. give up a decade. If you love science so much that you'd wear a diaper, you could be an astronaut. I think that's, I think that's top of it. Like, do you love science so much that you'll wet yourself and everyone knows Constantly. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they make the spacesuits white so you think they clean, but they disgusting on the inside. <laughs> they soiled up. Soiled yeah, up. So yeah. Look, like, what's the first thing, if you're an astronaut mm -hmm. and you done took off, be like, dang. Like, what would you be like? You realize that you left behind, that you wish you... When the, when the chose this. I, I think the first thing I'm thinking is I got to stay awake as long as possible because I want to see this. Think about that. I want to see the atmosphere. You don't want to be dozing off on like a once in a lifetime experience, you know? Well, what if you so tired when you get up there, you can't even plant the flag? Like you excited. Yeah. You excited. You couldn't sleep for weeks. I'm about to go to space. I'm about to go to space. The minute they got you launched in there, they counting down, boom, you knock out. You miss it. Miss it. You miss the atmosphere. Because how long it used to take to get to the moon? Uh, I feel like it'd be a couple days. No. 
far. Yeah, it used to take 13. It, it used to take years. I feel like it would take days. To get to the moon? To get to the moon. Man, Rob, it used to take them. It used to take them. I want to say they used to miss out on on years of their life getting to the moon. Not years. Yeah. Not years. They say it takes like four years to get to Mars. Four years to get back. So that's the talk. That's about why we years. haven't had anybody go to Mars. Because that's a long time. Yeah, but I, with the equipment now, you should get there faster. I mean, but think about like you gotta. So you on the phone with somebody. Uh-huh. You got the people in Mission Control. You know something happened. They decide they gonna move to Chicago. They quit their job. You know what I'm saying? Now it's somebody else on the line. They don't know what they're doing. So like. <laughs> You headed to outer space and you're like, yeah, we got a pandemic going on, the monkey pox. Like, we, yeah. <laughs> like what? Hold on. Ain't nobody in the office. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're working from home. Here's a Zoom link. Like, what? <laughs> uh, a Zoom link? <laughs> what, if you get, what if you get fired while you headed up there? I don't think they can do that. I think once you're in the air, you good. You got to complete your mission. Yeah, I think once you get in the air, you good. Hey, dog, you can finish that, but once you get back, you need to come clean out your locker. (laughs) So one time in Huntsville, Alabama, they got the Space Museum, right? And I used to go there as a kid. We used to take a big charter bus, go there, come back or whatnot. That's a good feeling, So I had a show out there in Huntsville as an adult. And you went? And I went to the, the Space Museum. Just as an adult, just to see it, see, you know, something to do during the daytime. Can't eat soul food and barbecue all day, uh, you know. You can. So, I mean, day. you know, I was alternating. It was yeah. crazy. Uh, but I asked a former astronaut, where do y'all come while y'all are out there? <laughs> you want to see, like, a seven-year-old try to, like, square up with you? Yo, eventually you got like you got some residual or something, you know what I'm saying? Like in space, do you even want to You gave up sex. <laughs> when you put that when you put your space suit on, it's you like, gave up sex? Yeah, like no. Nah, I think I think I think either before you go out there or before you get back, you the king of the bar. Cause the minute anybody asks you what you do, you about to flex on them. I went to space. Yeah. I think during that time, it depends. I think if you come back now, like how people moving in, it's take a lot to impress people nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Like it depends you, you, on where you, you at. You showing the picture. Yeah, it I'll, depends on where you at. Like you'll walk in some spots and people will be like, "Oh yeah, coming to America." You walk in other spots, they'll be like, "Oh, the king of the moon is here." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's just <laughs> it's him. It's him. Nah, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. It's different. Like you, you appreciate that type of stuff. If mm-hmm. an astronaut pulls his phone out and showing me pictures of him in space, I'm, I'm, change I'm the, buying that man a shot. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm buying that man I'm a changing shot. the subject. John Glenn, first man to go in outer space, he became a senator. He was cashing out all that juice, and then he went back. He got them to take him back as a seventy-something-year-old. No, he was a scammer. <laughs> Um, Nav, would you rather be a volcano or a mountain? Volcano. Okay. 
Because with a mountain, people just walk on you, just do whatever they want to do. The you, the mightiest. Yeah, but still, a volcano, you never know when I'm just going to... Yeah. <laughs> just, just, I might just light up and, hey, I'm here. Okay, all right. You yeah. got to respect a volcano. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. You At all times. At all times. You can time. never forget. You never... Yeah. Hey. A dormant volcano still have some people worried. Yeah, like, I don't know what this... Mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. That's how I want. What uh, what you would you? Uh, I've been I've been on the on the mountain side of things, but I don't know. I don't I don't want to just like ooze out destruction. Like like lava just you know, it just causes so many problems. Lava yeah. on the street that's it's no more street. But what what will be the pros of being a mountain? I mean, only only the the mightiest could get to the top of a of a mountain. Oh. Only the, you know the the chosen few. Plus, you 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 there. I'm gonna be here. I guess. <laughs> like you really didn't sell it. Like you gotta move your highway around me. You ever drove through Tennessee? Okay, okay. I like can go for that. you can't you can't drive through no mountain. Yeah, I'm you, here. You gotta find out. You what gotta you drive around. around. You might dip in another state before you come back over here. Mm. Yeah. Facts. Nav, what um ideal movie role? If you could have any movie role, what would your ideal movie role be? Mm. I would say I want to be like an office manager or something. An office manager? Yeah. I think that's very achievable. I think, you, yeah. first of all, oh, we didn't even talk about you being the, the shift leader. Oh, man. I think that's b- actually bigger than me now. It's bigger than you? Yeah, because people sometimes don't even, I don't think some people even know my name. Well. <laughs> and they sometimes they don't even say shift leader. They're like, hey, man, you that McDonald man, ain't you? <laughs> Hey, look at me, yeah? yeah that's me. I am not Ronald. Oh, yeah, I'm the McDonald's man. <laughs> I am not Ray Kroc. Bro, but what's so crazy? I never got a dime from McDonald's. No. I never got a dime. No, of course not. not You're a, supposed to get the bag from everyone else. Bro. You were clowning McDonald's. Yeah. Like like when Pusha T did that whole beef song with McDonald's. Arby's. Arby's, Arby's you yeah. should have got a bag from Arby's. You should have got a bag from Burger King. You know what I'm saying? Checkers rallies. Like I had I had it all wrong. Yeah, you trying to get a bag from the one player. Everybody else, they shooting at them too. Mm. When you do you still eat fast food? Do you walk in fast food places and people like oh, freak man. out? Somebody seen me at Chick-fil-A. Oh <laughs> shit, I can't believe it. <laughs> but bro, like you gotta think people like like it, so now I gotta play along. Now I'm just testing out the competition. Yeah, you better say my pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Testing out the competition, you know, making sure, seeing what they. Hey man, go away, dog. <laughs> One time I was with my daughter, she was like, "Dad, don't they know that's a joke?" I was like, "Yeah, like she's so uh, loud, like chill." So smart that, kid though. Yeah, smart kid. Yeah, that be with that though. Um. So how how's it been being on tour? Like, do you like do you like touring? Oh yeah, I I think like I never wanted. And it, it might sound crazy, like, like you know, some people, like, I love comedy, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But, like, when people do, like, a full weekend, like, and they doing two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, and maybe one or two shows on Sunday, mm-hmm. I, say, 
I realize how strenuous they could be, but sometimes it's golden because you get more material and you, oh, you yeah. really don't work yeah. in the gym. But it's yeah, like, you're working that muscle. I don't want to do that 35 to 40 weeks out of, out of, uh, out of the year. I like those I like those one one show days. Yeah? Yeah. What do you do during the day? It depends on what city. Okay. I love cities I've never been in. Okay. Like I go try a restaurant that I never never try and then sleep. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that hotel bed. Like a lot of people like, I wanna get in my own bed, not me. Mm-hmm. I like them hotel beds, them hotel pillows. Yeah. If if a nice hotel, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm don't stayed me, in some some don't horrible me, hotels. Man, uh. don't get when you when you can't when you know you staying in a bad hotel when you don't get under the cover you keep all your clothes on. Yeah, you just you just <laughs> waiting for that sun to hit. I uh, I stayed in this hotel in Maine. I was in Bangor, Maine. I was doing a, a school out there, and then I get in the bed. I feel like something sharp. I'm like, oh, it's probably like a feather or something. It's like a part of a syringe Um, that was in the bed. I was like, yeah, this is definitely not a hotel. Somebody shooting up in here, you know that's not a good. You know you're not going to have a a better stay than they had. Like, it don't matter. (laughs) Because eventually they was knocked out. You shooting up in the bed, you go. They got some of the best sleep hey. that hotel can offer. Yeah. <laughs> One of the best to do it when yeah. it comes to addicts in Maine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually stayed in Portland, Maine the next night. I was like, I'm going to go to the next city over. Yeah, I'm just... But sometimes you can just tell when you walk in and you see the carpet or maybe the vacuum cleaner that they use. and like, dog, yeah. it's not a good hotel. I stayed in the oldest motel I've probably ever been in, in my life. Like, I've been alive a long time. But uh-huh. even my childhood didn't stay in anywhere this old. I was in Minneapolis. I was doing NACA. And I I used, uh, like, those websites where you get, like, the hot rate and stuff. Mm, right. And sometimes you'll look up on, like, I've been in Chicago, stayed on the Magnificent Mile for 50 Ooh. bucks, you know, like, like, like really expensive hotels, great, great deal. Got to pay attention to those stars. It's got to be. Yeah, they there for a reason. Four star, five star. Yeah, they Once there. you get in the three star, three star is, is up for interpretation depending on where you, you then are. Then you have to read reviews. Yeah. If you see a lot of three stars, like, let me read. Three star in Atlanta, you'll probably be straight. Will there be a pool? Maybe, but you'll probably be straight. Three star in, in let me tell you right now, three star in uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. Hey man, that hotel room was from the seventies. No, definitely from the set. The carpet was orange. The TV <laughs> had the wood panels on it. Sometimes, honestly, Rob, you got to read the name of the person. <laughs> Sometimes, because yeah. bro, I go out, I go out with females a lot, like, to certain places. Okay. Females are very impatient. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Females are sometimes rude to the waitresses for no reason. Yeah. When you check in, you, you check in by yourself, right? I have to. That's a, that's a rule. I, I really don't like it when someone else 
it's like going up and it's like we're ganging up on yeah, you know what I'm saying like it just takes like one an ambush. person yeah like step they'll back. give I, you I as it. many keys as you want no. so it's like a female like like a, for example yes I ordered a drink two minutes give them time like we're oh, not yeah. over here yeah, just oh, yeah. yeah or they when a female start looking around and see who else is eating it I know we got in here before them we got a different meal. We ordered different stuff. They got chicken fingers. You said come back to me three times. <laughs> that counts. <laughs> Bro, that counts for something. Hey, I'm not ready. Yeah. Come back to me. Yeah. Bro, you yeah. shaved was off ready. four minutes. <laughs> they shaved off plenty quick in time. I hate this. Something's you wrong. You want yours fried hard. No, they didn't. Something's wrong with my order. I'm not tripping. Yeah, you're not I'm tripping. I'm just adjusting. Yeah. And then now that's their task. They're on a mission like, to sure. make sure my order is right. All they're going to do is bring out more food. I can only eat one, you know. I, I got to wait longer now. I'm halfway into the messed up order. Yeah. So now we look like we, we trying to get over. <laughs> get <on. laughs> like we trying to just take a plate home. Yeah, yeah. Dog, that's funny. You said give me a couple minutes. <laughs> Keep doing that and then be like, man, where's our food? Like. They don't like that. They don't like when they, <laughs> they come can, they can see and it. you're not ready. Oh, my. Yeah. So The worst uh, is when they come, you start the order, and then you're like, ah, they come back to me. Now, when they, when they do the drinks, okay, when they do the drinks, and one person is ready to order and not the rest of the table, that really pisses them off. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, one person, one person is ready. Yeah. The rest of y'all indecisive. I can't go. I can't go put the order in because mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. I'm looking like the bad person when they're eating and waiting. Or sometimes they wait and you bring. They bring all the food out at once. When you um when you go to restaurants, do you dress up? Hmm. Especially if it's a this what now on some real. If it's a fancy restaurant, I'm not dressing up. Yeah. No. I've noticed that. Because I'll, I'll, I'll throw a suit on just for, like, old time's sake. Just for... <laughs> you, you looking like the waiter. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll dress nice. And, like, like, sometimes, you know, I'll be on a date. My date will be looking nice. And there will be someone at the table next to us, sweatsuit on. Yeah. Nicest restaurant Bro, I would, in town. I would go in there like this, kidding. Yeah. Because it's like, now you got to wonder, what does he do? Yeah. Like, I'm paying enough money to be in here comfortable. Dog, I'm finna eat. I don't, the shirt already tight on me if I'm wearing a suit. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I gotta start unbuttoning stuff and all that. To get <laughs> That's wild. You, you know, unbuttoning your shirt. Yeah, cause like, like you at like, home. You, know, <laughs> you, you can't even get comfortable. You know, took the suit jacket off. <laughs> now you sitting there like, no. Now, oh, you done spilled something on your suit? <laughs> no, what I wear in there, I could just be in there kicking it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I like that kind of. Now that you said that, I I like that you asked that because that's me. I did that last night. Yeah, I mean when you're traveling, I think that that's one thing. No, everybody dressed up except except me. Yeah, and Chad. Chad don't okay. dress up for nothing. Yeah, I seen him at a wedding. He had a sweatsuit on, and he was Hilarious. in the wedding. He was in the wedding. Yeah, no, I, I remember when I did the Tonight Show, some people hit me and was like, why you put the suit on? Yeah, you did. Well, and I'm like, 
Sometimes I wear a suit. Yeah. Like, it's, it's special occasion, I wear a suit. I think that that wasn't a bad suit choice then. Yeah. You you wore uh, Jordans with it, don't you? I did wear Jordans. Yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah. But it's like, I think that's what made it okay. He didn't go too old school with it. Yeah, yeah. He still showed he's young. Mm-hmm. I think if you would have wore hardball, I'm like, oh, man. Rob, <laughs> Rob Chase? Yeah, Rob Chase. Yeah, like an uncle. <laughs> Rob's yeah, a suit now. comic now? Yeah. <laughs> you need to beat your kids. Rob first yeah, joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the last time y'all whooped your kids? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That suit make you talk different. Yeah. <laughs> But now I don't want to be like it's certain places, but I don't want to be like in there looking like you know a bomb mm-hmm. or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I do want to be clean, comfortable. but yeah, comfortable. Well, yeah, clean, yeah, but comfortable. yeah. So yeah. What would you do if if they like press you about a dress code? Like like there's been places in Atlanta and Buckhead mm-hmm. where they've been like, hey, you got on sneakers, you can't eat here with you know all white Air Force Ones on. One video I saw, the dude had on sneakers that was telling him he couldn't wear sneakers, which was wild. The, the dude at the, the dude door. that owned the restaurant was like, I got on sneakers, but I don't got on those sneakers type of mm. thing. What would you do if they pressed you about the dress code? I'm not eating there. You're not eating there? Yeah. But are you, like, putting up a fuss? Are you going live? Are you, oh, like... Not, not <laughs> I'm not doing all... Like, that's, that's Comedian Nav Green... Yeah, like, I don't, I don't really have the title. The Boston headline would be like, the shift leader not yeah. allowed. I was like, you, you don't know who he is? That's the shift leader. <laughs> I'm the sous chef. But, <laughs> but no, man, I'm not tripping. I'm not doing all that, though. It's like, a lot of people be going, like, I had to get out of it because I used to wear, I used to love how you, the Yeezy slides. Mm-hmm. And I would try to wear them everywhere. Yeah. So I think one time at Cheetah, they was like, you can't come in with the slides. Mm-hmm. It was like, cool, that's understandable. She naked. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't. I got socks on yeah. with my slides. <laughs> but it's like. That's funny. The Cheetah is a five-star restaurant. Man, that's what people food. don't know. Great food. Yeah. Hey, the dancers done got better, too. Really? I that's I feel like that's my first like white strip club experience. Was cheetah? Yeah. Man, the food be so good you forget that mm-hmm. women walk around mm-hmm. naked. Yeah. Wiping soft. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna dance? Oh, give me a minute. <laughs> I just came here for the food, baby. Hilarious. Um I guess are there is there anything you wanna promote? Anything? You got out there for the people you want them to Damn, know about? That went by fast. We did a podcast that quick? I don't know. How long How long are we at? Uh, yeah, we almost yeah. at an hour. I get... I, dang. I mean, anything else you want to cover? Bro, you want to I, I think, talk about get up nah, your chest? I think what threw us off is like the alien conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we wasted eight minutes with the alien conversation. I liked it. That's you, what no, this podcast is. No, we you just talk about whatever. No, what? why I said we wasted, because you asked me, but you never told me why I should believe in aliens. I, I didn't know I had to put you on. I mean, I just think, you know, it's a little arrogant to feel like <laughs> we're the only 
intelligent life in the universe. So, so aliens doing podcasts as well too. Probably they probably can hear us. That's really what I think is that the aliens, all the stuff that we put out there, especially now we're like wireless. Oh. We're throwing stuff on satellite. We're beaming stuff into into space. I think aliens are watching all of this stuff. So I think they're probably hip. So once they come to Earth, they're going to fit right in. But the the scary thing is what if they don't know what's real and what's not? Like what if they, what they think, think we fake? No, what if they think like Star Wars, Avengers, all that stuff where like the aliens come and then we just ready to square up immediately. Mm. You know what so I'm they saying? Think they go, when they get here, they got to be at war. They think, they, I think that's what's stopping them from coming they because we putting it out there. Hey, if you come through, no questions asked. Bob, let's do that. Let's, let's, let's make a movie where we, where we meet the aliens and we their friends. Oh, yeah. So it's like, welcome. Yeah. Come have, come have a shot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get them a drink, get them a have, have they, just a, So just then when regular... they see that, they like, whatever city we, we base the movie out of, they going to want to come to that city. That's hard. Yeah. We, we should have them come to Atlanta. They ain't ready for Atlanta yet. They not ready for Atlanta? I, I feel like Atlanta <laughs> is a city. We don't want them to go broke soon. Atlanta is full. We yeah. don't need all that, like, just spaceship traffic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The women that's in Atlanta... <laughs> They're going to be ready to get them out of all their alien money off top. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they're going to no. get finesse. The skies be looking like 285, yeah. you know what I'm saying, if they come to Atlanta first. What if they want to meet Fabo? I'm, that would be great. Yeah. You introduce them to Fabo. Yeah, they like hey, Yeah. And he was like, I me. already started to see spaceships on Bankhead. Yeah, take me to Bankhead. Yeah. Like, they ready. That's so hilarious. They did that. But now, as far as... Uh, Nothing from I got some shows coming up in September. I'm gonna start uh, trying to do a run through the comedy zone. Okay, so, all right. Yeah, so hopefully that that do. Dope. Come. We gotta start promoting it. And then you know, of course, 85 South still on tour mm-hmm. and doing their dates. And it be like you know different after you do the arena shows. Yeah. And you do those comedy room shows. It be like. It's a different love for it's it. A, now it's intimate. Like mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. I can see y'all like and I'm rocking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and and like, you know, when you do those big shows, you kind of restricted because yeah. there's no there's no room for you to just you know be loose and and try yeah. stuff. Plus, there's a rhythm. There's a timing. Yeah, you gotta a, wait on stuff to cadence, go all the yeah, way uh-huh. to the back of an arena and you come know. back. And so. Uh, yeah, but when they when you do a comedy club, you can you can experiment, you can change things, mm-hmm. you can try stuff out. So it's it's exciting to watch, man. It's exciting to watch from from humble beginnings, you know, uh, living out here and then coming back and conquering the the same building that Shaq and Kobe got they start in yeah. that, that Kareem and Magic was winning championships in yeah man yeah you said you couldn't get on stage here when you first moved here and then you came back and did a form like that's ill man dog but and you know another thing I be seeing how 85 South Show how they come out to that standing ovation dog mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like bro it makes you feel good to just see comedy at that type of yeah, bro, like 
as someone who had the fortune of watching Lowe's from like like you know from when I started Uh he was already a a superstar you know Uh what I'm saying in my eyes and watching you know I remember doing vines with DC and now he you know like he's a superstar in his own right and seeing like Chico's ascension and and you know Clayton and everything it's just it's just dope man it's wow. just super dope and just you know good people behind the scenes oh, always man. looking out so yeah shout out big shout out to the 85 south show um yeah my big bros yeah you done you done did about three four episodes on there i think i think three of them came out yeah yeah <laughs> Man, There's I, definitely I know, a lost tape somewhere. I know Joe just sit at home sometimes and just watch all the the unreleased footage, and he just keep the laughs to himself. Honestly, I don't want it to come out. I mean, I feel every time I leave, I'm like, oh, I could have said that. I could have said that. I could have like, yeah. Bro, sometimes you just catch yourself just laughing, like you forget that it's getting recorded. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't. Mm-hmm. Like that's how this felt. Yeah, you got a good podcast, man. Thank you, man. I I felt like I had to bring it. I didn't have my sound effects. I didn't have my. uh, Oh yeah, so you would do your own sound effects? Yeah, I normally have like like a a, um, a aux cord and like had the sound effects and stuff. I did see an episode you did that on. You put that up. Yeah, Um, yeah. It was something. It'll come to me later. Um, but but I didn't have my cards. Didn't have my sound effects. Still ended up being a great conversation. With Nav Green, if Nav Green's in your city, make sure man, y'all go sure, watch man. him. For sure, for sure. That's been the inconsistent podcast, of course. In the style of the brand, it's been totally different from every other episode. We might have more like this in the future. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you comment. Also, um, the Patreon is coming. Cool so, shirt too, bro. Show oh, thank you. Shout out to Proficio. My boy uh, Justin Ricard went to Figure Elementary School with in the Swats off of Campbellton Road. He got his own clothing line. Um, not sure if this picture's approved or not, but we not we not gonna you know what I'm saying. Yeah, we can come on, hey. man. <laughs> <laughs> but I, shout out to I Justin, doubt, man. I, I, I just said I doubt it. I doubt it's approved. <laughs> Still hard, still hard. I'm gonna go ahead and order two before it's too yeah, late. <laughs> hey, hey, I wore it in front of Dion when I was writing on the NFL, yeah. and I was like, I wonder if Dion's gonna be asking questions. <laughs> that don't say prime, <laughs> yeah. But no, shout out to Justin. That's that's the homie. We went to high school together too. Okay. Yeah. That's been the, that's been the inconsistent podcast with Rob Hayes, and we out for yeah. sure.